Hey everyone, love the Wonder Women? Can't get enough of us? Do you want our content all day long? All day? <laughs> well, we can't promise you that, so nope. calm down. But you can still follow the Wonder Women on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook using our handle at WonderWomenCast for more fun tidbits, insight to our weird brains, and information to satisfy your curious minds. Yep. And if you like us, please do us three favors. Please. Number one, download our episodes. <laughs> <laughs> that was so aggressive. Number two, listen and then review. Review, review. Number three, share with your friends, family, coworkers, neighbors, strangers, enemies, seriously, everybody. Just, Just not, not Chad. Chad. No, not Chad. But seriously, we crave your validation. Really, we're very needy. Plus, it's the yeah. best way to stay on top of everything we do. So follow, share, and talk to us at Wonder Woman Cast. We'd actually enjoy hearing from you. thanks a bundle guys and keep wondering bye bye what and we lost totally because on my side and i felt so vindicated Wow, I'm just usually really nervous on first dates, but I feel so comfortable with you. It's like I could talk to you forever, you know? Same. I feel like we have a great connection. Literally, sparks are flying. (laughs) And you look so... Stace? I look so what? Um, excuse me. Ah, beautiful. Beautiful. You look, uh, you look so beautiful. Uh, Karen? Fuck is Karen? Are you seeing someone else? No! What? No! That was a microsleep. I swear. Okay, so like in the middle of our date, you decide to just sleep like that? No, 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 not on purpose. I just can't help it all the time. It's just been a long day. Oh, so now I'm boring? You just can't help it, can you? What's wrong with you? Can't even control your micros. Uh, well, now that's that's not fair. Uh, well, you know what? I'm seeing someone else too. His name's Chad, and he's in total control of his micro sleep. Ahem, honey, <laughs> honey, you were having that first date hallucination again. So cute. <gasps> oh, sorry. <laughs> I don't know why I do that. <laughs> uh, that's okay. But, um, honey, who's a Chad? Dramatic musical intro. is a weird place but what if it was even weirder join us the wonder women as we explore the serious answers to your wackiest questions questions like what if the ocean wasn't salty what if clouds were ice cubes and what if farts were a harvestable energy source each week we'll wonder what if and in the process we'll find out what really is Hi everyone! Welcome to the Wonder Women. I'm Eleanor Dozevelt. And I'm Catnap Everdeen. And today our wonder is, what if we we didn't didn't sleep? sleep? Oh my gosh. I do love, (laughs) I do love to sleep. Oh, Oh, but seriously, this one was really cool. I liked researching it. I liked sleeping. I know. I did some primary research and I slept and then I thought about sleeping (laughs) to see how it felt. I so the reason I really really wanted to do this one is because I had heard of that famous Russian sleep experiment where they forced these prisoners or the yeah these soldiers not to sleep for days on end and it turned them crazy town and I learned that that was a hoax and that's all bullshit and yeah. I totally fell for it and I based this entire <laughs> podcast around a lie the so. stuff dreams are made of. Yeah. Lies. <laughs> Lies are made of. Yeah. So, yeah. Where do we start here? Let's talk about sleep. What is sleep? 
Why do people sleep? Oh my God. Why do we need it? What is sleep? I was under the impression going into this that we still don't really know why we need sleep. And it feels like we know a little bit more than nothing (laughs) about why we need sleep. I didn't know about this, but I thought this was very surprising (laughs) to me, is that when you are awake, your brain sort of accumulates waste yes. throughout the day. It's like this toxic metabolic waste. And as you sleep, it's sort of just a cleanse for your brain. And your sleeping washes all those wastes away. Yeah. And that's why when you have a bad night's sleep and then you feel like you're just in a total fog, it's uh-huh. not just because you're low on energy, but also because there's, there's actual just waste. metabolic waste all clogging Mm. up your brain tubes you know what i picture (laughs) to your brain tubes oh speaking of brain tubes i somebody told me that they learned from another podcast that isn't this podcast rude that your eyeballs (laughs) are your brain are technically part of your brain what yeah and that your eyeballs are the only part of your brain that faces the outside that just messed with me a lot that's gross yeah i know i did not like that it made me feel like a slug for some reason <laughs> like Ugh. that's really weird oh. but anyway what i think of when i think about sleep coming on and washing away all this brain trash <laughs> is that scene in the lion king when simba finally returns to pride rock and defeats scar and then the rains come and they mm. wash away all the corpses of the dead animals. Yes. And yeah. Like, That's what it's like every night. scene unfolding. Yeah. <laughs> In our brain when we go to Amazing. sleep. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was super cool to learn about sleep and how little, like you were saying, how little is known about sleep. Like, mm-hmm. I feel, I kind of got the sense that we know more about space than we know about oh, sleep. Dang. Like there's That's so much. True. It's crazy that there's so much still to learn. I love uh, But what we do know are that along with how it restores energy, there are all sorts of long and short-term health impacts. Mm. Like if you don't get sleep, you can have depression, seizures, High blood pressure, oh, migraines, like Dang. really compromises your immune system. Yeah. Well, uh, I know that sleep is a big part of memory and memory consolidation. And so if you, you sleeping helps you like internalize things that you've learned. So they've, they've had people who have slept after trying to memorize a maze, for example, and they do better the next day than the people who didn't sleep. So it's the ability to learn new things, internalize, consolidate memories, and have them actually stick is a really important part yeah. of sleep and a really important function of sleep. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a little file sorter. Yeah. Like tuck things away and then recall them later. Oh, yeah. So we've got yeah. rainwashing floods. We've got file sorting libraries. <laughs> <laughs> I was also surprised to learn that sleep... I guess not surprised because it makes sense when I lose sleep. I'm not very good at anything. But the there's a link between sleep and our ability to make sound decisions. So basically, mm. if you don't sleep, in addition to all those physical things that you mentioned, you don't remember stuff, you're not making sound decisions, you're sort of clumsier and more likely to hurt yourself because you can't think as quickly and your body is more tired. So basically... Think of teenagers all the time, right? So teenagers are traditionally the age group that gets the least amount of sleep because their body and their hormones are so messed up. So I don't know, when I think about what happens when you don't sleep enough, just feel like that's what teenagers are. Frightening, yeah. I know, yes. Humans at their worst. (laughs) I know, like picture a world. Just kidding, nothing but teenagers. You guys are lovely. Do I I feel that way about teenagers? Uh, I guess. Is it even Gen Z still that's teenagers? (laughs) So old. I have no idea. (laughs) (laughs) Who are the teens these days? Double A now? What is after Gen Z? Uh, but speaking of teens, um, okay, so I actually don't know if this is true, and I wish that I had found this out, but I remember either reading, I think it was reading like a news article many years ago, about how different people of different ages have different sleep patterns. Like, old mm. people tend to wake up really early, teenagers stay up late, babies wake up throughout the night, 
And so there was like this sociological reason that somebody came up for it was that it helped provide security back in the days when, you know, in a little household or village, somebody was almost always awake or like not in that deep of sleep because there were just these constant disturbances and people getting up and down throughout the night. So I don't know if that's true, but it's kind of cool if it is. That is neat. It's also, I'm a little bit skeptical because like, what's the baby going to do if the baby's the only one awake? I guess they'll cry <laughs> and wake up other people. Yeah, supposedly a parent would wake <laughs> Thank up. Thank God baby, that but... baby was here to save <laughs> Little two-year-old Jimmy was awake. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Jimmy. It's, it's pretty neat what people come up with, what they sort of reverse engineer based yeah. on what we know about I mean, our bodies. I also think it's cool that people can alter their rhythm. Like we know that we have a circadian rhythm that we follow. So like our body's internal clock when we feel tired and ready to sleep or when we're fresh and alert, but people can, you know, like switch to night shifts or to new time zones. And we're like taking that rhythm and adjusting it. If people switch to the night shift, do they ever... I don't know why I thought this, but I was sort of under this impression that, oh, you can switch, but you never fully adjust because your circadian rhythm is linked to, like, daylight. So you can try, but you'll still just be tired all the time. But I don't know. I don't know. things like, maybe that's a hoax, like that Russian sleep experiment, man. Fortunately, I've never had to work the night shift. Misinformation sites that you get your research from. Yeah. Like, all of them. Oh, also, most importantly of all, it, sleep affects our physical appearance and our attractiveness. So scientists mm. have done studies I saw that ask you to rate how attractive people are and the people who are more sleep deprived and like your skin is sallow and your eyes are baggy are a lot less attractive typically. So the most important Great. thing does for <laughs> us is make us look very sexy and appealing to the opposite sex oh, or the same sex. That's so, so terrible. <laughs> I know. It's like, yeah. oh, you're a mom and you're up all the time with your baby. Well, you're ugly. That, you're ugly now. <laughs> Put some makeup on. Spare my eyes. Uh, Ugh. Do you uh, know for the last week and a half, I've woken up at 4 a.m. every single night. No. So do I look ugly? <laughs> do I look nasty? <laughs> yeah, so gross. <laughs> <laughs> Too many pixels. I can't tell. <laughs> Ew, why? That's awful. What do you do? Do you go back to bed? No, my thing is when I wake up, usually I sleep so hard, but when I wake up at night, it's always going to be at 4 a.m. and I cannot fall back asleep That's until 7 a.m. Like oh always. Goodness. I hate and that. And so then I get up at like, like on Friday, I had a meeting at 9 a.m. and I got up at 8.58 and was like, <laughs> I bet your coworkers were so the shot <laughs> how bad your decision making uh, was oh also no. fun fact i thought of this as i was falling asleep i sneezed myself into wakefulness and i asked myself you know i don't think i've ever sneezed awake from a dead sleep and it turns out you can't sneeze or cough in rem sleep oh yeah your body just like shuts that down i guess so Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. I, I wonder if why. it could be like dangerous or the things that are stimulating you to sneeze mm-hmm. or cough just aren't registered. Yeah. Your... Or maybe your body's just so relaxed. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. I know. That's wild. So think about that. Next time you have a cough, I'll try to sneeze. Get into REM <laughs> as, set as fast as possible. Great. Hmm. I wonder if that applies to hiccups. Can you hiccup in your sleep? Oh, very interesting question. My money is on no. I feel like it's the same sort of involuntary response as a cough and a sneeze. But there have been those people who are like the world record holders for years. So does it count if it stops every night? Good question. Things Things, to explore. Things we should have researched. Things we we should have not. To Google. (laughs) Shame on us. Okay, so let's turn to the natural world. I know for a fact, Eleanor Roosevelt, that you have some great animal sleep tidbits for me. Yes, I loved reading about animal sleep. So cool. First of all, just 
Biggest takeaway is that scientists still have not found an animal that is truly sleepless. And I was just positive there had to be something that doesn't sleep out there. Isn't but everything the, sleeps. Isn't and the I mean, I guess they came is that like toad. Um, so there was an experiment back in the sixties with bullfrogs. Oh, okay. and that seemed to be very like all over the internet that bullfrogs don't sleep. But that was another thing that was proven wrong. It really just showed that bullfrogs are just as responsive when they are shocked <laughs> when they're both awake and asleep. Um, so <laughs> I feel like a lot of things would, yeah, be- I gotta be honest. If you shocked me while I was sleeping, I feel like I'd be aware of that. You know, 1960s researchers, <laughs> not the top of our game. <laughs> oh God. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But some other cool animals and sleep things. So giraffes, which are huge. So I thought they would need to sleep a lot, but they just take short power naps for a few minutes at a time throughout the day. So they in total only sleep a couple hours a day. Wow. Same with elephants too, which is, I mean, I guess it, can you just imagine, (laughs) sorry, I want to hear about elephants, but just like picture giraffe doing that thing where your head lolls. When you're sleepy, <laughs> and, it's and just his its head just like neck, swings like, down, it's like hitting the ground, <laughs> yeah, just like he just like accidentally whacks a zookeeper, <laughs> dozy. Oh, and I guess that's maybe why he doesn't sleep yeah. that much. Oh yeah, yeah, That'd be a lot of neck to hold up. Anyway, sorry. What about elephants? <laughs> no, same. They only sleep a little bit, and I mean, I guess that makes sense if you're living somewhere where you could be hunted that's by other so- creatures. Oh, that's true. That's kind of curious, though, because if your brain accumulates, and I'm assuming that animal brains, to an extent, also accumulate that sort of metabolic waste right. throughout the day. And elephants have huge brains. Right? If your brain is bigger, wouldn't you accumulate more waste and therefore need longer sleep to wash it all away in the rain? Yeah, so I guess they're... They're more efficient at washing it away, oh. or maybe they make different ways than us or something. Yeah, we really need nice. a, we really need experts on this podcast. Yeah, we really do. <laughs> <laughs> but one of these uh, days, the infamous Patreon will have actual scientists. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, wow. How okay, on the this? opposite end of the spectrum, lions can sleep up to 20 hours a day. And that's my jam. And koalas, 22 hours a day. Oh. How do sloths uh, rank up there? Are sloths, do sloths live up to their reputation as the sleepiest? I don't know. You want me to Google it real fast? I'm fine. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Tell me about them sloths. How long do sloths? <laughs> so that we have some answer to all these questions. <laughs> um, okay, and sloths are up there too. They can sleep for about 15 hours a day. Okay. Wow. So, but not as much as lions or koalas. Okay. Yeah. Somebody has a misdeserved reputation. Mm-hmm. Should say you're right. as lazy as a lion. Yeah. That rolls up. And the alliteration. Tongue. Yeah. Alliteration. <laughs> lazy as a lion. Lazy as a lion. Anywho. <laughs> uh okay, so fish sleep with their eyes open which is weird and dolphins sleep with half their brain at a time whoa which is really cool so they sleep with one eye open at a time that corresponds to the half their brain that's on you know i never got people who were able to sleep with their eyes open i went through a phase as a kid where i tried to train myself to sleep with my eyes open because i like wanted to be in a horror movie i guess i don't know all the time in case anyone was trying to shock me i'd like try to hold my eyes open well i learned that about 20 percent of people sleep with their eyes open including babies which is so that's way too many i mean i don't think i've ever seen somebody do that like from sleepovers and but surely they like blink throughout right yeah or like flutter or how free okay what if you met you met someone who slept walked sleepwalked sleep talked and slept with their eyes open (laughs) oh my god totally normal conversation with this person (laughs) when would you find out they were sleeping This is so creepy. (laughs) that's really creepy okay some other cool animal things Mm okay in 2013, some researchers tracked a group of alpine swift birds. So those are some of the birds that just travel 
for hundreds of days at a time in the okay. air. Oh. And they tracked them for 200 days. Whoa. Where they did not once stop flying. What? But they think that the birds might actually sleep part of the time when they fly. Oh. Okay. Which is a very cool skill. Okay. okay. You're going to love this and do my my anticipation fingers. <laughs> you know who else does like this? Legolas from Lord of the Rings. So, you know, Legolas, oh. Swifts, and the dolphins can all put part of their brain to sleep or to some sort of extent sleep while they're still locomoting. Yeah. Well, way to go, Legolas. Yeah, Legolas like the birds. Also, jellyfish sleep, which is actually really important to science because, yeah, they don't have brains and they're one of the oldest known life forms that we still have around today. So if they sleep, then it probably supports the idea that sleep was important for evolution. Oh. But honestly, could you tell the difference between a sleeping jellyfish (laughs) and a waking jellyfish? Hey, don't insult the jellies. Come on. Come on, there's no eyes to open. There's no brain. There's see through. <laughs> Couldn't even tell the difference. What's happening? I don't know. Maybe it's like they track the electrical Maybe signal. They track electrocuting something. Yes. <laughs> yeah, doubt. Electrocuting. <laughs> Just shock it. <laughs> that sounds about Science right. Science of the 60s. I don't know. Just shock it. <laughs> okay, so my question was around bugs i thought that if anybody oh. did not sleep it would be insects because they're the ones who are always awake when you have to get up at night and go to the bathroom and, and also some of them have such you. short lifespans it's like do you even have yeah why would you, you live for to? one day yeah but interestingly they've been able to show that bugs can be when they are sleep deprived they need to catch up on sleep and when they're sleepy they don't perform as well just like us like they don't hunt as well or move as quickly or respond as fast so yeah it's very similar to us really man i just wonder Mm. i can't wait until some smarter people than me I won't speak for both of us, but definitely me. Unlock <laughs> the actual reason behind why evolutionarily across so many different elements of life, sleep is important. Do bacteria sleep? So bacteria don't sleep the way that we do, obviously, but they do seem to follow circadian rhythms mm. and patterns in like when genes are expressed or not. So in oh. a way, they have rest also. So at some point in our evolution, we went from bacteria having circadian rhythms linked to daylight, whatever, doing different things based on the time of day, to full-on needing sleep in order to survive and function regularly that yeah. manifests across the animal kingdom. And it's just, what what was it? What triggered us to be able to need sleep in that way? And I just can't wait for someone to figure that out. It'll be <laughs> like that day we got that picture of that black hole. It'll be a monumental day for science. Yeah, that'll be, that'll be it. That'll be it. <laughs> mm. One And uh, perhaps one could argue, by some strange stretch of logic, that... Sleep unlocked evolution. I'm gonna say wow. I'm gonna make profound. a totally misinformed statement. <laughs> say the only reason we're here put it is out there. We, every time someone tries to tell me to sleep less or wake me up from sleep, I will say this is the only thing that makes me human. So there. <laughs> and I won't be wrong. Maybe I will. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Slightly I'm wrong. Using that. <laughs> This is my humanity. <laughs> this is what separates me from the bacteria. <laughs> Don't take this from me. <laughs> oh, oh man. Okay. All right. Okay. Let's talk. Let's about... talk about. What do you want to oh. talk about? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, you. Oh, go. Let's. You go first. Okay. Okay. I was thinking maybe oh, we could talk we about. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Should we quit? Should we just quit? (laughs)
Okay, let's talk about what happens when we are purposefully sleep deprived. Yeah, let's talk about experiments. Oh, great. Or yes, experiments or otherwise, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, whatever you want. It's so fascinating and terrifying to read these it stories. Really, it really is. So one story, not surprisingly, in Russia was <laughs> uh, where I think one of the world's cruelest people, she was a physician and was interested in studying sleep. And so she kept puppies awake continuously, oh, no. and then they died after a few oh, days. Oh, no. That's <laughs> so sad. I know. Like, how do you pick puppies? Come on. Like, honestly, pick an old-ass dog. Like, no. Yeah. Pup- like, puppies. If you can hurt a puppy, you are a sociopath. I know, but they still don't understand the underlying cause of death oh. in these cases, which is mm. pretty weird yeah because it's like we know we need sleep but it's not necessarily causing the death but also obviously something happened because they all died there was a story i read and i'm forgetting the name of a it's like a teacher in the u.s who up until his 40s slept just fine and then all of a sudden some disease that he had a symptom thereof was that he just could not sleep anymore complete and total insomnia And nothing worked. And he ended up dying. But they couldn't definitively prove that it was the lack of sleep that caused him to die. Or is it Mm -hmm. other complications associated with this disease? I think ultimately it was heart failure. But was that brought about by the lack of sleep? So Yeah, or like all the toxins that we've learned built up. Oh, that's... Man, what a way to go. Honestly. Especially when you know how good sleep feels. I know. It's just like, you're never going to have this ever again. That feeling of being bone tired yeah just always feeling that way is unimaginably torturous to me yeah. but not everybody dies when they don't sleep right oh, good i've got so a couple of people i read about that it's like this is a this is some fake news story <laughs> stuff but as far as i can tell this is actually true <laughs> okay. so there's a man in vietnam named Tai Ngoc who allegedly didn't sleep for upwards of 45 years And so he's this old man and he is fit and can move heavy things and, but has apparently never slept and it hasn't affected him negatively. He's been fine. I guess he was quoted as saying he feels like a plant without water, but he lived his life. (laughs) Which often die. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So he seems fine. And then another person I read about was John Allen Jordan. He handled some toxic substances or something in a lab because didn't follow lab safety protocol kids and got insomnia as an adult and he cannot sleep but the closest that he comes is deep meditation to try and slow down his brain waves as a substitute for sleep but he has dementia and he's in his 40s and so it's obviously he is not okay Wow. But he finds benefits from deep meditation, at least. Yeah, I guess, because that's as slow as he can get his brainwaves to go. Yeah. But that, man, he's not healthy. So that's so sad. Yeah. Okay. Well, in those examples, did they say anything about micro sleeps? So they did not say, these did not talk about micro sleeps, but the notion, one of the theories of behind Tai Ngoc, the man in Vietnam, Some people speculate that he has, I'm forgetting the name of the disease, but some sort of condition whereby you just don't know that you're sleeping. They, some people surmise he in fact did sleep, but he just couldn't recognize because he can't tell the difference between waking reality and sleep. And so there are some people that have been diagnosed with this condition where they just can't tell the difference and so they think they're awake all what and do they get like a full night's sleep i don't i don't know I don't remember enough to know, is it you should feel fine and it's all placebo effect or just your inability to recognize the difference is a symptom of some other reason why you're not getting the full benefits of sleep. So Right. Yeah. There have definitely been times when our, our producer, for those who don't know, <laughs> suffers from insomnia. <laughs> oh, and producer. But sometimes after he's been tossing and turning and awake, he falls back asleep. 
But then in the morning, he doesn't remember that he fell back asleep. Oh. But I, I know it because you were breathing really loud in my ear, snoring. So <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> you definitely did. <laughs> it was sleeping, you asshole. <laughs> you were sleeping and I wasn't sleeping. <laughs> and that's how I know you were sleeping. Yeah. 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 So Maybe. it's like that. But microsleeps were... Um, so apparently that's something like along our evolutionary path that we mm. developed as a safety mechanism oh, yeah. because it like literally forces you to sleep and it's not like normal sleep, but it happens in these really short stints of just a few seconds. Mm. So you might not notice that they happen. Um, but it's just one way to like really quickly kind of have your body catch up on some things it's really deprived of. And so it helps yeah. you like make it through prolonged sleep deprivation. It's sort of like a safety trigger, right? It's like yeah. all else is failing. Your body is doing this is like the last possible measure. Yeah. Which some. I've definitely experienced after like Ooh. really long flights mm. and getting into really different time zones. And yeah. then when I'm there just being like trying to stay awake for a meeting or something and noticing that, Oh my gosh, I just zoned. <laughs> I, I died for a couple seconds, yeah. but my eyes stayed open. I was like in a meeting and <laughs> nobody <laughs> else noticed, noticed, but I was definitely sleeping. <laughs> so similar to microsleep, I read about local sleep, which is different from microsleep in the sense that I guess while microsleep is your whole brain shutting down for a brief period of time, local sleep is what you described with like the dolphins or the, the Swiss or Legolas and that part of your brain shuts down and goes to sleep. So I guess oh, cool. if you feel like you're not all the way there, you're zoned out. That might be like local sleep because, you know, your hippocampus or something shut off. I don't know which parts of the brain usually fall asleep, but. Wow. So, yeah. But, okay. There's, I feel like there's one like really famous no sleep story that we haven't talked about yet. Is that guy? New York Times? Yeah. New York Square? Yeah. Times Square? That's the one. The New York Times Square. <laughs> New York Times the Square. The Square. <laughs> New York Times Square Man. man. <laughs> uh, yes, this. Yeah, so there are some a couple interesting stories about people who uh, intentionally try not to sleep, Madden. and that was Peter Tripp, radio presenter of the 1950s. Oh. What a trip! Yeah. Huh? <laughs> oh, oh, noise! <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Uh, yeah, so he was trying to raise money for a children's foundation. So he had this idea to sit inside of a glass booth in Times Square and broadcast his radio show for 201 straight hours. Um, but by day three, he was belligerent and he was having hallucinations. And this is cool. His hallucinations were happening every 90 minutes, which is about oh. the t sleep cycle time that they say it when we like enter and exit REM sleep. Yeah. So he may have actually been having like, dreams while he was awake. Whoa. And yeah, so I don't know if he made it the whole time actually, but it was, he just went downhill very fast. And then this is sad, but funny because he says that he like recovered fine, but his yeah. family and his friends said that he was like a changed man forevermore that's so where sad. he continued to suffer from the side effects and he got divorced. He lost his job and he went f from being a radio personality to being a traveling salesman. So yeah, yeah say a lot seriously, what yeah. a trip. <laughs> oh, <laughs> wonder where that's came from. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I mean, Hooray for science, but also, man, <laughs> I can't, I don't, I just could not have the willpower to stay awake that long. No. Physically, I don't know how I could force myself to do it. Yeah, Unless I can't I even, I can't even do a day. I'm just so yeah. grumpy and sad. Yeah. And the world record is still held by someone, This uh, he was 17 years old in the 1960s. And he stayed awake for 11 days and 25 oh, minutes. Geez. So was still Dude, like man. moody and had hallucinations and paranoia and oh, like memory and concentration problems during it. But afterwards he made a full recovery. So fine. You know, just so many of these things happened in the fifties and sixties. That was, yeah, that was a weird time for some weird time. <laughs> <laughs> uh -huh. Yeah. 
it's wild how important sleep is to us and then still how much we don't know like we understand a lot of the benefits but probably not all of them but we still just really don't understand a lot of the mechanisms behind it i love so cool sleep are like eels they're so mysterious and science doesn't know all the answers and i love it yeah yeah Anyway, let's take a break and let's imagine a world where now that we know everything there is to know about sleep, what would it be like if we yeah. didn't do that? Take a quick power nap and come right back. Oh, nice. And here's my lady wife, Mrs. Barbara Jean, here to spread you the good word about the hallucination harness and all purpose tool to keep you safe in the hands of God when you are a hallucinate. Praise be, honey. We all have long days when our convictions are weak and temptation sets in. And when the devil. The devil- Yes, you in his grasp with those false images of fancy. The hallucination harness is there to protect you. It's got customizable settings based on however, whenever, and wherever you are most subject to the mind poison. Hey, helmet, so you shall not hurt your head. A tape dispenser for your mouth, so you shall not speak evil. And a cushion for your bum, so you shall not damage your delicate bits. Say it, darling. This miracle product even has extendable tripod appendages to hold you upright in the ways of the Almighty. And a straitjacket feature to hold you intact when the devil takes hold. Amen, honey. Each purchase will pave your way to heaven. All proceeds go straight to the coffers of the Test of Faith Southern Baptist Church to support their good evangelism of the Holy Word. Plus a shiny new bowler or two for your strolling. And don't forget some new pearls from Mrs. Barbara Jean. Don't wait to drive the demons out. Get your sinner self to a phone and order your hallucination harness today. Praise be. Okay, welcome back. Okay, so... Welcome back. We know how messed up it is if you don't sleep when you're not supposed to, but what if it was a world where not sleeping was normal and that evolutionary pathway was never taken? Mm -hmm. Okay, well, dreams... Oh my god, I know. We wouldn't have dreams. I love dreams. I guess... I love dreaming so Honestly, I feel like 80% of what we talk about we wouldn't know what to say without the topic of <laughs> dreams. <laughs> I like know. We'd be that. We'd be only 20% friends. <laughs> <laughs> we'd be those one-fifth friends. Yeah. I had a, uh. I've had a spate of dreams lately where all of my friends have been mean to me. <laughs> you included. <laughs> but oh. one friend that we played tennis my with. apologies. <laughs> so rude one friend in my dream you have other friends <laughs> not as good <laughs> one sixth friends he like gave us a, a present to commemorate that he no longer wanted to be friends with us. oh my gosh <laughs> yeah my dreams have been and what sad. was the present don't even remember it was like we were like oh. we still have to work together and he was like oh yeah oh well but we're not friends now so Wow. Do you feel like you have a bad friend or something? Like, I don't know. There is like some serious like stuff. It's like, mm, none of my friends <laughs> like me in my dreams. What does that say about <laughs> me? Wow. <laughs> so, mm. yeah. I'm surprised. Yeah, I wish I was one of those like, dream interpreters. <laughs> I don't know. I just have dreams constantly. Like, it doesn't matter at what time I wake up. If I wake up, like, naturally, if an alarm goes off, if I have to pee in the middle of the night, I'm always coming out of a deep dream and a really, like, really intense dreaming. Yeah. Uh, I love it. I've been having some, I think, stress-related dreams recently. Mm. 
one i've had a few variations of it but where i just have to poop so big <laughs> waiting a week and a half to hear this dream. <laughs> it's just like i have to and there's not even that much to it it was just a i just have like in my dream i'm waking waking up with the urge to go to the bathroom and like run oh. to the toilet and then wow. i'm just pooping and it just keeps coming and coming and then oh. there's like this conversation in my head trying to figure out when do i flush but if i can i stop the poop so that i can flush and at what point is it going to be overflowing like oh my it's god just so much poop that's yeah and i googled it and apparently yeah. that's not a very uncommon dream yeah you got when people are like load. processing shit and mm -hmm. so your body i think that's so funny when dreams turn it into something so literal like that like I sometimes know. you can't figure out what the heck your dream is but then it's like there is shit going on. There is shit, shit in, your dream. shit in your dream. <laughs> I had a dream a couple weeks ago about like a horse just peed on my face. It's like, <laughs> I know. It's like, it was like, I was hiding under a cow and the horse just like found me and just aggressively peed on my face. And I Googled that. And apparently that's oh not a terribly uncommon dream. Specifically means, like, horses you, peeing on your face. Yeah. Specifically horse pee. Yeah. Like, not necessarily on your face. But yeah, but it's almost it's like, you feel betrayed. Like, you feel, like, let down by somebody. I was like, <gasps> and it was, like, the day, like, the night my partner and I had just gotten in a fight. And I just showed him the Google page. And I was like, see? <laughs> I feel betrayed. <laughs> oh, that's so uh, no, funny. So weird. Yeah. I mean, it's I so also weird have... that, like, across people, we have these symbols in our dreams that Did appear, you know? like, or teeth falling out, or that's a super common one for a lot of people. Yeah, and when Trump was running for president, this is, like, a thing that a lot of people had very, like, there were three types of dreams about Trump that people all over the country reported having. So it's just, like, this collective... Oh, like dream of like something about his like tiny hands or whatever <laughs> yeah but it's just like that's so yeah weird. when i learned that it blew my mind just like the ability yeah. of a collective psyche like collective moment to seep into collective dream space yeah wild oh, i love that's dreams. so cool yeah okay the night after i had my most recent major poop dream <laughs> i dreamt that there was a shrimp in my nose oh and Very I pulled strange. it out. <laughs> yeah. Was it a live shrimp? No, it was cooked. Wow. <laughs> it was just like <laughs> such a large oh, thing to come out of my nose. That's so weird. My most yeah. recurring dream is that I can do endless pull-ups. I'm just like busting <laughs> them so out. Funny. I wake up and be like, I can do so many pull-ups. Like, no, you can't so even buff. do pull-ups. <laughs> so weird i just like uh, just like having a normal conversation i just like you would like pull, pull pull like it's nothing that's really funny yeah. so yeah. yeah see okay we've been talking about dreams for five minutes if we didn't sleep what would replace that so i guess so these that guy alan tripp hallucinated and hallucinations i read are sort of the same brain activity as dreams so we mm. do you think that if we didn't dream we just have like regular hallucinations maybe just be like, and instead of us talking about dreams we'd be like oh my god i had this hallucination the other day <laughs> and oh, it'd be being just like, be oh, so much drugs. scarier like, oh. though <laughs> yeah because if you're then the advantage of dreaming is that presumably you're in your bed or you're somewhere where it's like you're expected to be sleeping but if you're hallucinating <laughs> yeah in the middle of the day and it doesn't follow any sort of rhythm or timeline and you yeah. have to have like something there. Oh yeah, maybe there'd be this whole you know, those helmets that people with epilepsy can wear sometimes. There'd be this whole like keep medical you from hurting yourself. Around. Yeah, sit, sit, yeah, protecting yourself in case of hallucinations. So. But I mean, why would you need to hallucinate? Would it give your brain like an energy detox? Like mm, what would be the benefit true. that like, we would have is, from it? I don't know. Why do we dream? I don't know. Oh, I did read, I guess, that the dreams file folder, are right? linked like to processing like memories. memories. Yeah, dreams are sort of like a sandbox for your brain. So there's lots of... I saw a video on this. There's different theories. Like, it helps you process trauma because it plays out things in, like, a safe, semi-brain-controlled space. It helps you consolidate mm. memories. It helps you learn. It helps you practice for oh, yeah. big events in your life. So maybe we would hallucinate to kind of fill that gap. Because we have to dream for some sort of reason. 
Can you imagine like you get done studying and you say, okay. And you just like start hallucinating <laughs> to help you remember all the stuff that you studied. So weird. Yeah. Yeah. We still, I mean, sleep happens for a reason. It helps us like do all this stuff that we talked about. So it's not like that wouldn't need to be done. The question is, how does it get done? And so I, I sort of thought I went in a little deep on these, these two examples of like micro and local sleep. And so I thought maybe, maybe micro sleep is just what we do. It, rather than one long collective thing of sleep, it would just be micro sleeping. But if you're out there and you're hunting or you're running from a predator and you just micro sleep, that could be the difference between life and death. So what yeah. I thought the people who sort of eventually evolved or had that fluke ability to maybe intentionally choose when they micro slept would be more likely to survive. And so maybe we just get to this point now where we can choose when to put it in ourselves in and out of the micro sleep. Mm. And so that so we'd be you know, more like Jedi's exactly right. So instead of like, you can choose to sit down and meditate, it'd be going that much further and you could choose to sit down and just micro sleep for two minutes. It'd say, okay, I just ate lunch, micro sleep. I just studied micro sleep. This conversation's mm. boring. <laughs> micro sleep. <laughs> or would we just use like deep meditation instead of, yeah. Yeah. Micro sleep. Like that guy that I read about. Yeah. But I guess it would have to be, I get, we'd have to get really deep to be able to replicate some of the benefits. Assuming we needed the same physical benefits of sleep that sleep yeah. gives us. Like we'd have to be able to get a deeper level of meditation than most people can achieve, I feel. Yeah. Well, I mean, if we, if we depended on it, we'd probably get pretty good at it. I guess so. Huh? Man. We would be like Jedi. We would have to be forced to unlock so much more of our ability to control our own mind and our own mental state, yeah. and like the physical state of our brain. Mm -hmm. We'd be like transcendent. Yeah. And sleep too is just such a like, such a break from your life to be mm. able to like park everything that happened, yeah. go and like have some separation. So I feel like if you didn't have that, I mean... Okay, so yes, one option is maybe we get to like meditate really deeply or have micro sleeps, but also people just might still be like super mm. anxious yeah. because there wasn't like there's no turning it off. Yeah, there's no possibility to escape your waking state. Uh, or maybe you have like a lot more downtime. So those things that you were saying about like practicing for a scenario mm. or like processing oh. trauma you're just spending a lot more of your active yeah. time like trying to do that it's just a lot of therapy <laughs> maybe there's just yeah, a lot honestly. of therapy conversely back to this whole thing like teens are the sleepiest sleepiest ones we just have a whole world run by teenagers all the time and the human yeah. race wouldn't get very far at all. <laughs> just like I mean, that. Some would days just be in life. America, it feels like that. Oh yeah, true. Already, point. True yeah. Point. Oh, the only oh, okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll spit my last theory out at you. Okay. Was spit it out. <laughs> spit it out. If we went the local sleep route, where it was just a lot more normal, like what if it was sort of like a a localized circadian rhythm, where rather than your entire brain falling asleep to like a circadian rhythm, it'd be Okay, this is the part, this is the time of day where your hippocampus falls asleep. This is the time of day where your right brain falls asleep or your left brain. And so that mm. there'd be sort of, you know, the hours between noon and one would be everybody loses the ability to talk because that part of the brain oh. is asleep. Between like one and five, everybody loses the ability to learn new information because that part of the brain is asleep. Like all you can do yeah, is. Yeah, that would be wild. Draw. Yeah. So there's, I'm imagining this sort of, sort of like, society constructed around a, a micro circadian rhythm, I guess, where some part of you is functioning, but this part isn't. Hmm. Yeah. So schools Man. would be different. Jobs would be different. And we would all function at the same thing, turning off at the same time. I think like by and large, like in the same way that, you know, we fall, we'd fall asleep generally in the same, you know, the sun goes down and we fall asleep. So yeah. generally speaking, most of the population is my theory would follow the same little rhythm oh i just think it'd make us i mean especially thinking back to thinking back to as i know them so well early humans <laughs> my old friend grunt yeah. <laughs> me love grunt <laughs> <Ugh. Yeah. laughs> 
back to my early human friends and what they had to experience. <laughs> but, you know, like thinking about predators. Lenore, and- <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know. Don't help. <laughs> Me, Eleanor. <laughs> Anyway, sorry, go on. Oh, man, I don't even know what this idea is. (laughs) I just wanted to talk about early humans. That was it. No, no, no. Okay, so thinking about early humans or just other animals, because, like, I don't know, things that are nocturnal, blah, blah, blah. So you'd be so vulnerable. Like, obviously, things would evolve so that in the predator-prey relationships, they'd have the upper hand. So when, like our limbs can't move from 3 to 5 p.m. Like, that could be when oh, yeah. know, lions are out hunting. Those lazy lions. I mean, lions. how terrifying. And you yeah. can't do anything about it. Oh, it's it. like sleep paralysis. Oh, that is actually so scary where the rest yeah. of your brain is alert, but your body cannot move. Oh, there'd yeah. have to be an entire, like, you'd have to, you'd go to your shelter, right? Like, this is the time of yeah. day where everyone has to go underground or, like, mm-hmm. high up in the trees to protect themselves. Or maybe that onto would be why, I mean, maybe then people would have different parts, like different people would have oh, different yeah. parts of their brains off That's at different true. times. Because it's kind of like my, yeah, yeah, people of different ages sleeping at different times. Yeah. Because yeah. then you could try, hopefully protect each other. Oh, wow. Yeah. Then there's this whole, this whole like, gen, like generational divide would be like, oh, kids these days. It's like, don't get mad. You remember when your when your your language center shut off in the morning? Don't pretend. Yeah. <laughs> Don't be a oh. dick about it. <laughs> Don't be. <laughs> he can't help it. His brain is literally shut off. <laughs> wow. That local sleep would be scary because it's like you'd be thinking, but you can't express yourself because like your language center shut off. Yeah. Um, be so. It'd be like. Like if you had a stroke or something where, you know, your brain's still working, but you just can't speak. That'd be be your like life every day where it'd be most of your brain is alert, but there's just something that you cannot do. I don't like it. Yeah. Unless you're just in a super safe environment that's like not changing every day. I think it'd be so hard to function. Yeah. Like that. Well, maybe anytime you wanted to like travel or change up your routine. You'd have to really plan it around, like, well, my body's not going to be working physically then, and I won't be able to talk from noon to one, so, like, I can't schedule a meeting. Well, there you go. That's what society would be like. We just wouldn't, we'd be so limited by our physiology, we wouldn't be able to do much. Okay, another thing I thought of when I was starting my wondering was just all of the things we wouldn't need anymore like Mm. there's so much industry built around sleep like okay energy drinks alone are a 53 billion dollar industry which is crazy also coffee yeah Yeah. coffee and tea i mean things that like entire cultures like it's so important to them and so true that started because they gave people like that extra boost of energy uh, also, just oh. all the things we do around sleeping and waking up that oh. I didn't, I mean, I just didn't really oh, think about it yeah, until like this. Like stories. Yeah, bedtime stories and lullabies or like oh. late night TV. And then, yeah. I mean, every, like your evening rituals, you change into different clothes, you oh, like, make up your bed, you change the lighting. There's just, I don't know, so much so stuff. True. Like having the master like- bedroom and your pillows and blankets yeah. and your alarm clocks and all these fancy things your eye mask oh shoot you wouldn't need a bedroom anymore it's like what would yeah you do what would the home would be like be a lot smaller would we just have a lot smaller sort of compartments compartments it's like i don't need a bed compartments i, just, I was gonna say compartmentalize <laughs> compartments <laughs> compartments you a bed you just need a closet and like a place to sit and do your meditation so yeah. maybe we'd have a lot smaller footprints for our living spaces yeah all right Pack even guess more we people have- in similar rituals built up around like our meditation like yeah setting the mood in my meditation clothing yeah and, i don't know all that crazy stuff yoga well, people it's just need. like there's all these things about how we define ourselves like oh i'm such a night owl or i'm, a, I'm an early bird i'm a morning person the early bird gets yeah. the room 
the room. The worm. <laughs> Early bird gets the room. Lucky bird. <laughs> okay, so at first I thought that people might be a lot more productive. Like we'd have 30% more of our days back yeah. to do other things. And I mean, obviously we've talked about now, like sleep is important for energy regeneration, whatever. So there might not be that much time back, but still like just in terms of how we structure our days. I mean, we wouldn't, we wouldn't oh. have to, you know, like plan everything around. Typically oh, yeah. everybody sleeps at night. I mean, so maybe you would just choose like, oh, I prefer to work at night or during the day or school during the night or day. Mm. I mean, it's just wondering how we'd structure things. And then I also was thinking like we'd probably end up exploiting people to work a lot more. Oh god! Because yeah. it's like you don't need to sleep for eight hours. I know you don't. You need can just to sleep. keep going. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah. Okay. Well, that's yeah. grim. I was gonna say, in some ways, it'd be better for us, right? Because this whole switch to like working all day, we don't get vitamin D, we don't get sun exposure, we don't yeah. get to go out in the daylight, and that's really bad for people. And we don't get enough exercise because we sit all day and then we go to sleep. But instead, like, yeah, if we all worked at night and went to school at night. A, energy costs would go through the roof, probably. Oh, yeah. (laughs) But B, we'd all be able to be outside during the day. Yeah. Maybe that could be nice. Farmers and whatever. We'd have two careers. Everyone would like farm during the day and then be do their regular career at night. Not to say that farming isn't a regular career. That came out wrong, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Which kind of leads to your point about exploitation of just people who just work, be made to work all the time. I mean, if you could enjoy it, like if you could enjoy having multiple careers, then great. But yeah, I could also just see them being like, you can work in this factory 24 hours straight. Oh, God. But maybe that's too pessimistic. You know, we're not going to be rosy eyed here. We're not going to acknowledge we're not going to not acknowledge the downsides yeah. of our fake worlds. Okay, so then the other thing is if we're like being more productive during the day, I thought we might need to produce a lot more food. Oh, yeah. And like, eat a lot more, huh? Need to eat? Yeah, right? But there's kind of... Now, I'm not so sure. I mean, that was definitely my first thought. But then I was reading about metabolism and rest And so even though when you sleep, your metabolism does slow down, studies have shown that overall, the more you sleep, you actually burn more calories during the day because less sleep puts your body into an energy conservation mode. So it's kind of like something's wrong. We're in, you know, we're in danger. So we need to conserve energy and get through this. So people, so they've done studies where people ate the same amount but then they changed the amount that they slept. And so the people who slept less actually gained more weight huh. um, and lost muscle mass. Huh. So then I, I don't know where I landed on it all. <laughs> I yeah, really I mean, confused on what would happen. I mean, a lot of our assumptions are inherently this. You still need the sleep. The functions that sleep does is just whether or not sleep. But there could be a world in which we don't need we evolved to not need our brain to be clean, like all like other stuff that sleep could do. And then in that yeah. case, the it's not implausible in that world to say like we would need a lot more food. But I'm equally undecided <laughs> on this point, perhaps is the- right? <laughs> Yeah. And then yeah. just in terms of like our overall lifespans, I mean, do you think that we would Oh God live shorter lives because we take like we would have more time where we're busy and we did learn that there are like extra health problems when people didn't sleep so maybe it's like you pack it all in in yeah maybe our fewer years i like that you just yeah (laughs) you get those 10 hours of sleep the uh, however hundreds of hours of sleep we sleep in our life we just get that cut off the top yeah (laughs) there you go i also feel that The odds of us causing harm to ourselves go up just by, like, mathematically, right? If you're awake longer and doing more stuff, it's just natural that you'd have a higher chance of something bad happening to you than if you're safe in your bed. Man, yeah, true. Okay, I'm digging this. It's a shorter Plus, all the people, like, hallucinating while driving and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. There's an understated role of drugs in this world. 
that would probably take an equally long amount of time to explore. <laughs> you just like drugs to clean your brain out, drugs to suppress your hallucinations, drugs to like help you meditate better, drugs yeah. to like fill your hours because you're so stinking bored. <laughs> Oh, or drugs gosh. to enhance your hallucinations. I mean, what oh, if like sure. our culture was kind of built around like revering people who had the most? Oh damn! I don't know, like, telling hallucinations yeah. or there'd I be could like totally see people using that halu houses where like you'd go and everyone would just be like hallucinating at the same time and you'd try yeah. and get like, a collective hallucination going like yes. that Trump collective dream. Yeah. Yeah terrifying oh damn wow man how cool oh shit hey uh eleanor Roosevelt. does that does that wrap up our wonder i think it does oh my god did we leave anything unwanted i don't know any dream undreamt okay i think we dreamt all the dreams that feels good i can finally rest easy dreamed all my dreams (laughs) (laughs) hallowed all all my my hallucinations Well, shoot. Well done, Eleanor Roosevelt. Yeah, well done, Catnap Everdeen. Thank you. We've done it. Thank you. Okay. Time for our Uh, disclaimer. Yeah, by the by, this is not actual science, but just our liberal interpretation of what can happen in a world based on a little bit of some things that we learned. Yeah. A little bit yeah. of science goes a long way. If you're way. a sleep expert, let us know. <laughs> yeah. Let us know what we got wrong. Things. Tell us what you know. <laughs> and we will close out today with some final words from the amazing, indomitable, and hilarious Mindy Kaling. There is no sunrise so beautiful that it is worth waking me up to see it. So true. <laughs> so true. I will cut you. <laughs> Don't you dare. <laughs> and thanks so much to our producer this week, Obi-Wan Kenosleep, and Billy Shut Eilish for providing this week's music. And thank you for joining us today. That's all for now. See you next time. Bye. Sleep you next time. next time on The Wonder Woman, where we'll explore wonders like, what if dreams came in boxes? What if our lips were sealed? And what if slugs were human size? Until next time, keep wondering.